Welcome to GEP Insights. On this podcast, you'll hear cutting-edge thoughts on supply chain, sustainability, and strategies to help your business succeed. For more information, visit GEP.com. And now, our latest episode. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the CPG GEP podcast, where we discuss all things CPG related to supply chain and procurement. My name is Alex Hayes, and Shauna Bell is joining me. Now, we are both consulting professional in GP services sector. We can't emphasize enough that the topics we're going to discuss today are very important and centered around ESG trends that we see in this volatile geopolitical climate. We're going to dive into topics that are heavily affected by regulatory pressures and then talk about what companies can do to respond to these changes. Some of the topics will include the continued ban on plastics, shifting to alternative flexible packaging, the oil impact on plastic packaging, and then looking forward to what future digital technology we see coming into play to boost ESG compliance and tracking. So, Shauna, welcome. Hey, Alex. Thanks for that great intro and for that warm welcome. So the topics that we will be discussing in our podcast today are definitely consequential and will have impact on CPG companies in major ways. And unlike decades ago, Alex, CPGs was now considered how to balance their strategic goals with ESG trends, laws, and the volatility in oil and gas prices. I agree, Shauna. Let's jump into our first topic surrounding the oil impact on plastic packaging. You know, looking at the recent surge in oil prices that happened in the first half of 2022, and then the continued volatility we're seeing in pricing now in the second half, do you think that this will be a major factor going forward that pushes CPG companies away from plastic packaging? I certainly do believe that the volatility in oil prices will certainly play a major factor in forcing CPG companies to seek alternatives to plastic packaging. You know, as it stands, CPG companies will have to pay more for plastic material to package their products because um, plastic converters are facing sharp rise in costs as major polymer producers incur surcharges from soaring energy, oil and petrochemical prices. So CPG companies will need to consider strategies to help mitigate the impact on costs from securing supply to accelerating a shift from plastics. Interesting. Those, you know, those are great insights. And we're also seeing new global laws banning plastic packaging, especially in France, which is introducing a law banning plastic usage for selling fruits and vegetables. And there's also increasing legislative pressure to curb plastic consumption which will only increase, I guess, as we go into 2023. Do you believe that the government introducing new laws that ban the sale of specific products in plastic packaging would cause CPG companies to adopt new SG practices swiftly? Uh, You know, Alex, um, I'm glad you cited the French government banning the usage of plastic packaging for the sale of fruits and veggies. Uh, You know, we are now witnessing an increasing number of countries banding together to seek effective ways to reduce plastic pollution. So, you know, for example, 175 nations recently developed a legally binding agreement on eliminating plastic pollution by 2024. This effort has been endorsed by the UN and is a significant step that nations are taking toward curbing greenhouse gas emissions from plastic production production, usage, and disposal. So to answer your question, Alex, yes, 
the government introducing new laws around plastic packaging certainly puts increasing pressure on CPG companies to start ramping up their efforts to move away from plastic packaging and adopt more environmentally friendly ways to package their products. Uh, and consumers such as myself, you know, we're starting to witness at grocery store and at our local food store that we have to bring in our own, um, you know, uh, grocery bags to package our groceries. So yeah, this is definitely something that is going to apply more pressure for CPG companies to start moving away from plastic packaging. Yeah, that's something that I need to continuously remember because in New Jersey, it's, uh, you know, it's been implemented in New Jersey and got to remember to bring my, you know, my uh, bag with me when I go to the grocery store. But I know it's been in effect in Europe for some time. So, you know, I, I also believe it's important to note that, you know, in October of this year, the CDP, the Carbon Disclosure Project, which is an international nonprofit organization that helps companies disclose their environmental impact. It recently expanded its global environmental disclosure system to help further solve the growing plastic pollution problem. So I think that only stage is only becoming more of a priority and continues to be at the forefront of ESG objectives. Yeah. All right, so you know, switching gears, we talked about the ban on plastic packaging, plastic usage. What sort of investments do you believe CPG companies can make to start slowly moving away from heavily relying on plastic packaging? Yeah, so um, in terms of, you know, the sort of investments that CPG companies can start to make, it's something that I've been uh, given some thought to recently. And, you know, Alex, I certainly think that CPG companies should invest in flexible packaging. This by no means will be an overnight process. You know, as CPGs will have to investigate, investigate collaborating with material suppliers, institutions, and converters. But on the bright side, some CPGs such as Mars, Mondelez International, Nestle, PepsiCo, and Unilever have committed to increasing investments to accelerate their transition towards a circular economy based on flexible package. And you know, their goal is to increase the recycling of flexible packet plastics used to make carrier bags and house products like snacks, grain, bread and cheeses. So yeah, that's my take on the sort of investments, you know, CPGs should start giving some thought to. You know, those are critical, critical points, Shauna, to consider and, and direction on how companies can position themselves in the future. So, you know, more than ever, we need more increased visibility into ESG KPIs and what that potential impact is for a cost standpoint, too. You know, we're seeing future trends in digital tools and technology that are going to help organizations um, start to get that increased visibility in a cost-effective manner. You know, what are some of the future trends in digital tools that you're seeing that organizations can start to leverage to meet these requirements in a very cost-effective manner? Yeah, so uh, this is a great topic and one that more and more companies um, continue to invest in. So. A future trend that organizations can use to leverage um, and cost-effectively meet ESG requirements is uh, to invest in software technology that allows for the traffic, the tracking <laughs> of ESG KPI metrics, which will um, help to ensure that CPGs are compliant with ESG regulations. You know, so organizations can uh, collect uh, this ESG, ESG data 
to build or improve policies around best ESG practices. So, um, you know, by leveraging such technology, organizations in the CPG industry can also find ways to monetize their company's waste based on the data that they collect. And in addition to this, procurement teams can start to embed monetary values in cost models to demonstrate to CPG leaders the actual economic value that they can create based on certain decisions around ESG. Um, this is extremely important because often the awareness is not present within senior leadership. And, you know, organizations must start to push so that budget is created to invest in these um, technologies. And, you know, currently procurement teams are starting to help business leaders get more comfortable. And a particular trend that I see among organizations is that they are now leveraging digital tools for ESG causes. For example, procurement teams are starting to help business leaders get more comfortable by consistently embedding monetary values and cost model to reflect the actual value of certain decisions related to ESG, Alex. No, that's, that's, that's also a great point. You know, reflecting the actual value is certainly important. And I'm sure further adoption for this technology will only continue. You know, this was a great discussion, Shauna, and I believe in 2023 and beyond, we can expect more drastic action and out-of-the-box thinking, including stronger emphasis on repurposed materials, some of the points you mentioned about waste monetization, and then the application of smart technologies as companies continue to respond to the rising expectations of investors, consumers, and government. In closing, is there anything else you'd like to state? Yeah, you know, looking ahead, Alex, um, I'm really excited to witness the actions that CPGs will take to comply to ESG regulations and, you know, the technology that will be developed to give business leaders greater insight into their ESG practices and an overall more robust circular economy. Great. Well, again, thank you for the time, Shona. Thank you so much, Alex. It was great having this discussion with you today. Yep. Likewise. Bye.